0: well we're back here doing one of these hello and welcome to a podcast of things that we did on the radio all that it's much crisper if i stand sit up here rather isn't it down here on the mics a bit mufflier some good posture there we go lesson one in today's podcast always broadcast with good posture even though it's radio even though no one can see what you are wearing or lack of hey look at this yeah, You don't even know what that was. Um, but it's more about the sound, isn't it? It's sort of more about the sounds of what we did on the radio, which sounded an awful lot like this. <laughs> Welcome along. How have you been? What have you been up to? It, that's not the phone-in. That would be a dull one again, wouldn't it? No. Um, I've been all right. Thanks for asking. Mainly just childcare. I've... Um not even managed to get out for many runs these days. The good thing about having a little baby, he's nearly eight months old. Plenty of runs involved there. I'm I'm getting the steps in just trying to catch up with him these days. And um, on the show today, here's what we're looking at. I've got my piece of paper. Look, there's a lot of concern about the cost of Christmas. I think by the end of today's two hour radio show-a-thon, we will have found ways to try and make Christmas less painful for you. Eh? I'm like Martin Lewis but with less hair, less money. Less career products. Right, why do you even start listing them? Strictly Watch returns. We've got a thing about... What's that one? Trim. Don't know what trim... I'll I'll work out what trim's got to do with anything. And, uh, oh, Nando's. Nando's news coming your way soon. Today's episode of Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. Caveat still in place. I don't watch it. But in the news, Paralympic swimming champion Ellie Simmons says that her time on Strictly has been life-changing as she became the latest contestant to be eliminated. Now, here's my only beef with this. I'm sure it's really good to be on Strictly. I'll never find out. Let's be honest, my level of fame is... I don't have one. I think you know if you're famous if... This is really moribund and gross, but I always realise, you know if, if an accident happens on the M25, would I be reported as... TV Stephen Allen dies in car crash, or just bloke in his forties. It's bloke in his forties, isn't it? That's that's all it is. That's, I'm aware of that now. That's fine. I've, I've made my peace with the lack of a career. But we're not talking about me. If I went on Strictly, it would be the highlight of my life. But this is Ellie we're talking about. So winning Strictly might be even better. But you're an Olympian. Surely to goodness. When you get home and you got like, oh yeah, I did some dancing for a while, and also a gold medal. I know she's probably just being nice, but just to put it in context, being eliminated from Strictly, you can cheer yourself up by going like, yeah, but I'm just better than everyone else, i got gold medals. So have you seen gold medals? They mean I'm better than everyone else, don't they? And that's today's Strictly Watch. Strictly watch. There's a lot of worry about how much things cost these days with inflation and cost of living crisis and all of those phrases. So much so that we even made this. It costs how much? It's a good question. And we're talking about Christmas today. Here's the news article. Skint Brits are concerned about the cost of Christmas this year. I mean, every year, if I'm brutally honest, but... uh... More than 8 in 10 are already preparing to scale down festivities. Budget-watching families are already shopping early to pick up a bargain. That's what I do. Make sure you get your turkey. Now, not frosted, not frozen. Just get a normal turkey, then it goes off, and then you don't have to worry about cooking it. And you save on the electricity. That's one. Put that on the list. That's actually not as stupid as I thought. A survey by the post office found that one in six is planning to create homemade gifts as well to save a few pennies. Look. We can do that on the show today. Budget Christmas. How can we make things cheaper at Christmas? You must have some mind, some money-saving tips. Ways of trying to get stuff on the cheap, you know. Um, not having any friends, that's how I do it. So that I don't have to worry about buying them gifts. So you can add more to the list if you'd like. Tweet at Mr. Stephen Allen and we'll find ways of making this. I'm like Martin Lewis again, I keep saying this. Money-saving expert all over here. And that's today's... It costs so much. Making the world a better place, Martin. Jane was asking, am I going to do I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out Of Here Watch? You're right, I don't watch that either, so I could. But the only reason I did Strictly is because I kind of know someone it. Do I know anyone in... I don't know who's in the jungle this year. Who's in the jungle? I know Matt, whatever his name is, Hancock. Don't know him. Wouldn't really... It'd be okay not doing it. Yeah. I know Lemby Opik, but he was in years ago. But I I met and I now know and have the phone number for in case you need it. Lend it open. You don't need it, but so I know him. And, um, have a look to see if there's any slabs in there. The odds of me knowing another sleb is fairly thin, isn't it? So no, we're not doing that today on the show. We're trying to make Christmas cheaper. Thanks to for your suggestions. Simon says that uh, if you want to make if you want to make Christmas cheaper, why don't instead of using normal crackers, use Jacob cream crackers. Because they work out cheaper per item and they still make a noise. Yeah, a little uh, snap instead of a pop. We're only missing one more and have a nice breakfast. Mick says, buy really bad gifts and then they take them back and get the money for it. Oh, it's, But you don't get the money back, do you? Or is that how you do it? Either, either way, all good suggestions. Ways to make Christmas cheaper, please. A short one on this one. Uh, it's entertainment news, but Larry isn't around today. Christine McGuinness. You know the lady who was married to, was it? Um... Patrick, what's his name? Paddy... Paddy McGuinness. Oh, the clue was in the question, wasn't it, really? (laughs) It's been a long day. But he... Apparently they split up. I can't remember what it was. Did he do something? Someone did something. They split up. And in the papers it says Christine McGuinness hints that she's back on the search for romance after splitting from hubby Paddy. 34-year-old model. Oh, hello. And here's the problem, though. Oh, look, I wish her the best in terms of dating again, but It will be a bit awkward to not have the spectre of who her ex was looming over you. You don't want to be reminded by the success of Paddy McGuinness. And you would be chatting to this lady online, maybe, getting a little bit flirty. Hmm. Then, you know, you take the move to actually meet up in real life, and she says, do you want to take me out? Oh, you've reminded me of it. Oh, no likey, no likey. It's a cost of living special again today, isn't it? All the stories tend to be related to the cost of living. Um, Prices at some high street food chains have soared by 26% in two years. You absolutely what? Because they say inflation's been like 9, 10, and then 11%. But 26% in two years? It probably works out if you do the math. But restaurant bosses have warned that rocketing inflation will spark a wave of closures. Figures show that some Nando's chicken dishes are up 26%. I remember, and this probably wouldn't have impacted you, but there was a a trend that happened in stand-up comedy where if you were famous enough and you talked about Nando's in your comedy, they'd send you the Nando's black card. Are you aware of that? Of course you are, but you know the black card? Where you get to eat there for free. It's probably only so many times a week or a month or something. I never got one, of course, didn't. Nowhere near famous enough, but... I mean, it's worth another try, isn't it? Yeah, I wrote some jokes about Nando's in the old days. Uh, Can't remember them now, but... If I do them on radio... Maybe, maybe they'll send me a black card and I can afford food. Um, so, w- what do you call a martial arts that your grandmother does? Nando. Is that uh, no any good? What do you call it when you go into a chicken restaurant not wearing underwear? You're going com-nando. The You know that MP Lisa Nandy? But if there's only one of her, is that... Uh, do you know what? There's no chance I'll get free food for these. Food topics now. Angry farmers... <laughs> say that vegan food makers must be banned from using phrases such as sausage, bacon, and steaks for their non-meat variety. Because if you've got, especially the steak one, you go into some places and they say cauliflower steak. Oh, you mean you mean slice of cauliflower? That or cabbage, whichever one they do, it's cabbage they do. It. Oh, you, no, you mean slice. That's not a steak. No, come on. And you do get meat replacement ones, and I suppose, can a sausage be a sausage if there's no meat in it? That's a bit like if a tree falls in the woods, but tastier. And bacon, I don't really know what makes bacon a bacon. Because its you can get turkey bacon, and even that doesn't sit right with me. But it's definitely got an animal in it. But it's very reminiscent to the court case in America where dairy farmers wanted to ban milk alternatives being called milk. Like oat milk, coconut... Oh, no, coconut milk is a milk. We keep falling for that one, don't we? But they... And I was I was behind that court case until they said they thought the alternative should be called nut juice. Nah, you lost me at that point, so. I imagine the same thing will happen here. Like, yeah, I can understand a court case that says vegan food can't be called a sausage, but if I nip around to someone's and they say, would you fancy uh, for dinner tonight? So I don't know, what all you got? And they say, meat substitute tube. No, I'm all right, thanks. I mean, I've been called worse, but still, I think I'd walk out just spotted this one Sadiq Khan's hailed a huge success the Elizabeth line as the extra services have started it now means that it goes further doesn't it so you've got a direct route from Stratford to Paddington now runs uh, which is brilliant I mean you won't be to use it probably because of the strikes but I feel that that was good news it's as close as we'll get to good news put it that way because Christmas just round the corner and is expensive and some people are worried about the cost of Christmas that's why we are having a go at doing cheaper christmas we're doing your money saving tips john gets in touch with a voice note you can tweet me at mr stephen allen what have you got for us john hello steve little tip for a cheap christmas yeah don't buy a turkey buy a budgerigar well we'll go cheap hey, hey, hey. you can always trust him for one. thank you for that trap me down at mr stephen allen Um, Don't bother putting them a Christmas tree, says this one, and covering it with lights. Save yourself the bother, plus the electricity. Just grab the family and go and stare at it through next door's window. Oh, it's got some strong Tiny Tim vibes there, just wiping away the frosty. (laughs) Hello, sir. Can I see some lights? But as you say, it would save money, so I can't mark you down for it. Every so often we turn bits of this show into a podcast, and yesterday's was no uh, change to that pattern but at the start of it in the introduction because i'd just been chewing some gum and i was saying look if you could li- if you could smell what it's like in the studio because of the freshness of my breath oh man you'd have been r- you'd have been up against that speaker lapping away at it but we couldn't work out what to call it because if you could smell things on the telly people call it smell-o-vision, right like willy wonka and all that eh? but did i remember that film wrong is that what it was Little Johnny TV broke wind through a TV, did he? No, anyway. Is that what the Oompa is? It's a, f- a euphemism for breaking wind? No. Martin said, because you can't call it smell because it's not television, what would we call it if you could smell me through the radio? Radioda. <laughs> We're working on it. I've got my top scientists trying to find a way for you to be able to smell. It might be scratch and sniff at some point. We'll do a thing where you can smell me. Because... My breath is very fresh. Obviously, got are nearly eight-month-old kid. The rest of me stinks. Not had a shower in weeks, but the breath—pretty good. That's your podcast done for another day. What day is it today? Oh, yeah, there is another one. I'm you know, really losing track of things. There was some podcast-only material. There was something that I thought I'd never get away with doing on the uh, on the thing. Oh, here it is. That. Oh, I see why. Calls are growing for deadly smart motorways to be scrapped after staff shortages left motorists at risk. The technology, crucial to safety, was also hit by problems uh, for 48 hours last week. And I was going to do a joke about saying, this is the problem with smart motorways, is that we knew eventually they'd get so smart, they turn against humanity. Like, I mean, did Skynet teach us nothing? You get intelligence, uh, computer intelligence always eventually turns on its creators. And we should have we should have seen this coming. But then I realized it might be in poor taste, because you know, roads and everything. But that's why we didn't do it on the radio. Did it in the podcast instead. So at least you get the joke and we can all we can all agree it's a terrible take on that story. Subscribe to wherever you found this, and you can tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen, but not about that last bit. And until next time, bye.